This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Up 10. He's going to pound it. Maffa and Maffa is gone. Syracuse got stuck close to the line of scrimmage. Maffa broke through that first line of defense. And then easily scampered into the end zone. But a touchdown that might put Syracuse away. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network. Narrator. It did. It did put Syracuse away. As Clemson covered the spread last week on the road at the Orange. ESPN, courtesy to them, on the call. One of our college football bets from last week. We will get... Ken's entire card for college football this weekend in a second, but want to remind our listeners here and viewers, the big-ass power hour starts in 20 minutes. We will begin our handicap week five of the National Football League, side in total of every game. All the injury news for every game as it comes in in real time. Baseball um, bets for the weekend and baseball future bets for the playoffs coming up in the final hour power hour of the show. Uh, Ken, before we officially board the locomotive, um, anything, or I guess I should say Santa, um, and and. And any like uh, state of the unions here, big picture thoughts on this weekend on the card before you give it out. How many bets are we looking at coming up for uh, for Lochmas as we get set to board the locomotive? Uh, I think it's a few less than last week. Let me uh, go through the five, ten, like eleven, maybe like eleven or twelve. Uh, worst week of the year last year. That was pretty rough. That was, that was no fun. Uh, Cole, Cole in the stockings for everybody. Uh, four, eight, and one. And we're two under 500. Yeah, we try to get something going here in October. And uh, going to be like a pretty good amount of favorites, I guess, this week. It's kind of a funny week um, playing on a few teams that we've been on a couple times before that I think are kind of starting to turn the corner this year. We'll see. And, uh, and yeah, I think <laughs> some familiar favorites from uh, the underdog department. There'd definitely be a couple bets where people are like, oh, God, like we're going with that team again. Uh, but I, I do. I like them. So, yeah, ready to roll here. Hear, hear me out. Locktober. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It it'll starts... actually be very, very prevalent. Like our very uh it'll be that's that's an on point name given uh, a team that we're gonna bet this weekend. Oh bait well, well now now that we've established that it's Locktober, this was like when Brock Purdy was at was an Iowa State and it was and it was yeah. Brocktober and Iowa State would always yeah. win and cover the spread during October for Brock Purdy. Now it is Locktober. So I, I I feel like we're we're ready to uh, Wait, we're ready you know, to cash you know what they tickets say. coming up this weekend. You know what they say? You uh you can script Locktober. You can script Oh it. you can. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we're well, going to. well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. All right. It's 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 day five of Lochmas. Uh, which means it's the best time of the week for us here on You Better You Bet, and everybody's got to get their tickets out to board the locomotive. Uh, guys, take it away. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Picked off. Real estate ahead. Shiloh Sanders stunned like his daddy. Touchdown. The roar of the crowd. Oh! 
college football only sounds like one thing. Oh yeah. We boarded. We're on the locomotive. About 12 bets coming your way from Santa. We're going to get to all of those bets and all the analysis in a moment. But first, we dance. Conducting the locomotive. Kick us off, please. College football bets for the weekend. <clears throat> yeah, there's uh, this, this is going to be still be pretty busy. We got a lot, a lot of games, a lot of high profile games on the card for this week. So uh, hopefully it goes well. I, I, I like a lot of these bets. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll start NC State. This uh, this market against Marshall is actually pretty interesting. A lot of the ratings kind of services, a lot of the popular power ratings have this a little less than what the current market is. But what's kind of funny about this market is you're also building in a, a quarterback change for NC State. I had a high-profile transfer quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, and it's rare, like, you get the high-profile transfer, like, actually, we're benching him, and he's, like, cost us games. It's, like, just a kind of a bizarre thing. I actually think you get a bump out of playing a different quarterback with NC State. You can see the market kind of trending in this direction to hit seven. The board is still six and a half everywhere, but kind of moving in more more toward a touchdown. I do think you get a little bit of a bump out of NC State. We were on them last week. They did cover, but, like, I mean, by the skin of their teeth, like probably shouldn't have even really covered the game. So uh, less than a touchdown like NC State. Seven's okay, but six and a half are on the board everywhere right now. Uh, do like NC State in the game. Uh, I will also play North Carolina. I am not playing them for this reason. Just worth noting, like kind of an interesting story developing there. Uh, it looks like they will have Tez Walker, one of their like prize recruit wide receivers on the like wasn't going to play this year ncaa ruled him ineligible there's a huge spat between mac brown and the ncaa about whether he could play or not mac brown put out this like scathing statement a month ago about tez walker's eligibility uh and the ncaa the earlier this week was like actually like no 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 north carolina made the mistake and now he's eligible like what what <laughs> and north carolina put out a statement like what are you talking about <laughs> like what like what's going on and uh i think tess walker might actually play in this game i don't know how many snaps he's gonna play it's not why i liked him in the game just like a fun note and a player to watch honestly if he does play um i'm a hard fade syracuse after how they started the season we played clemson last week uh at a really small number at the carrier dome and it was like that was actually a winner we had and actually that i felt really good about and we're going to play North Carolina here. Uh, I, I think Syracuse is still kind of fool's gold. And I think when they play elite teams, this is what we're going to see. Uh, under 10, like North Carolina in the game. Going to lay it with Georgia. Really understand how nobody would want that. Colin came on earlier and he liked the over. And it's funny because I do think the linchpin of the game, and I, I agree with basically everything Colin said he likes the over in the game, is he, he's basically like, look, Kentucky, the word he used, a term was the a one-trick pony. And if you look at the box score against Florida, uh, the game that Kentucky dominated last week, and that makes a lot of sense. You look at the box score for that Florida game, Devin Leary is like 11 for 26 or something, just like their transfer quarterback from NC State. Like a miserable game, but it didn't matter because they were running the ball for like literally like eight or nine yards a carry, like ton of rushing yards in the game and had a lot of success as a result of that. And I, I guess my question, and I think Colin's question too, is like, okay, cool. Can you do that against Georgia? Like, can you really do that? And he brings up a good point. Maybe Georgia's like a little down this year. Maybe the rushing numbers like aren't quite there defensively. I just like... 
I think it's more likely than not that Georgia gets up in the game. If that happens and Larry has to throw, it's just game over. And I actually think they can cover the number in that case. Maybe Georgia gets off to a slow start again. Maybe it's just Groundhog Day the entire season. I just think this number is like a little low with how imbalanced Kentucky is offensively, like that they can really keep this game. Like Georgia's going to have to do a lot of things wrong, I think, for this to fall within the number. To be fair, that's wrong. happened the last couple of games. But I think because of the last couple of games, honestly, you're you're getting like a little bit of a break on a price. Like Georgia, Kentucky with Georgia at home. And now we're getting down to two touchdown spreads with them. Like we're, you can see how we're starting to drift in terms of some of the markets on Georgia. So I'll, I'll be on them here. I understand they could start slow again and maybe it kind of gets away. I'm definitely playing Clemson again. Uh, team i will probably be on like literally every week until the end of the season probably blew out syracuse last week uh big number against wake forest who is absolutely awful this year this is like a funny number given wake forest history the last few years but not with this year's team this year's team's brutal uh i think clemson keeps rolling honestly i think they roll like literally until the end of the season i'll be on them a lot and i'll be on them in this game um red river I don't have any bets because the number like the market's kind of been back and forth i talked to a couple other people today about this game I'm really confused about what I actually think is going to happen. Originally, I was going to give out Texas, um, but I just, I have to, like the people that I talk to, too many conflicting opinions, too much, like there's not any consensus about what's going to happen in the game or even like thoughts on where the market's going at this point. So I'll say like lean Texas at the number, but not going to bet it probably. Just like if you want action on the game, I have no opinion on the total. I'd probably just lay Texas if you really wanted action. And given the way the market's going, maybe wait. Like four and a half's just appeared on the board. Maybe four is right after that. Uh, we'll see. I, I am laying Ohio State, which again, is going to be another one of those like, really? We're betting like, I thought Ohio State was down. This game against Maryland's really funny. So remember Maryland was the game pre-Michigan last year. Uh, Nick and I were actually in Washington, D.C. doing shows the Saturday that this game happened. Uh, Thanksgiving and... You know, it was like Michigan's on deck, Ohio State. This was like CJ Stroud, like looking really good all year. And Maryland really gave him like a big test at this was at College Park and uh, and just, you know, a game that ended up being really competitive and really fun. That spread was Ohio State by 26 on the road and now like week off. And I Maryland money coming in. So like I, I didn't think we would ever hit 17. I guess I should have waited like I laid 18 and a half. I, it just seems a little low and like I, Maryland's got Maryland is not like you go and look at the final scores of the games cool got down two touchdowns to a couple really bad teams just like I don't think we have a clue what Maryland is and this is like no 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 just as good as last year like Tagovailoa is back at quarterback like they're going to be great another super fun competitive game I don't know if that's what this is going to be honestly um it just seems like a number that's a little low for what this rivalry not this rivalry but the series has been priced at uh, I laid Ohio State I mentioned with the Brocktober joke uh, I'm gonna we bet Matt Campbell last week and it was dead wrong and they lost by 30. Uh, that was also Oklahoma and this is TCU who stinks coming off a loss to West Virginia and it's basically a touchdown on the road six and a half. Um, I like Iowa State in the game. Obviously think they're alive. I think TCU is really bad. Um, maybe you get a bounce back effort from them, but I don't think they're very good. Uh, like Iowa State, gonna bet Iowa now that it's under three. Um, two and a half, two, kind of the market right now. Obviously, Cade McNamara is out for the season, and I don't like Iowa like to win the Big Ten or win the Big Ten West, but like with McNamara, this like rating-wise was going to be more than a touchdown probably. I'll, you know, just talk to a couple other people. They had it like 10, one person, so just okay, like sure, dock them, but now they just have to win home against Purdue. Uh, okay, sure. Like I'll play against the, the quarterback injury and lay Iowa in the game. Gonna lay UCLA and what will probably look like a really funny point spread to people like Oregon State's ranked. Oregon State's off to a really good start this year. 
uh, or sorry, Washington State's ranked. Washington State's, uh, Oregon State's the game right below that. Washington State's ranked Washington State's off, off to a really good start this year. Uh, but this is on the road, and I actually rate UCLA even better than this. And I know that's like kind of a funny market when you look at it, um, given how Washington State is undefeated to start the year. But I like UCLA in the game, late three and a half. I don't think it's going to go to three. If you want to try to wait, great. Um, next game, here's Oregon State. Just like Sam, I like Cal. I understand we bet Wilcox against Washington and they lost by 900 points and it was dead wrong. A little bit different setup. Oregon State's not Washington, for sure. Um, I would have a lot of questions about whether this team can go on the road and win in conference play still at a big number. And Wilcox is still a really good underdog coach. Like, I'm going to go back to that angle again and go back to Cal again. If you don't want to, I totally understand. Uh, I think I have two more, two more. Uh, did anybody watch Ole Miss LSU last week? I did. I had LSU. It was miserable. But the other thing was uh, the defenses are really, 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 really bad. And Ole Miss comes off that game. They play Arkansas. Good question in this game is going to be, can Arkansas score enough to get this game over the total? I think the answer is yes. Uh, spread, no no issues. Like, I, I think Ole Miss is going to win by double digits, too, just like the market does. 61, the total just looks a little low with what we've seen from some Ole Miss games this year. It doesn't have to play out that way. I think Arkansas will score enough to hold up their end of the bargain. So, over 61. Uh, and then I am going to do something that apparently nobody else wants to do. Um, and I am going to bet Alabama. And I've kind of just been waiting to see, like, where the market's going to go. Uh, I think it has been very, not even highly publicized, but very rumored that Jalen Milrow might be hurt. And I've been waiting because these reports come out and it's like, well, if he doesn't play and it's like Ty Simpson, then like the hell I'm going to bet Alabama in the game. But we keep getting later in the week. We keep getting closer to the game. And it seems like Milrow's at least going to play. So I keep waiting and hoping that maybe like I, I can still get two and a half when I kind of know maybe that he's going to play in the game. If he starts and he's not like, you know, his leg isn't wrapped like a mummy, then I'm going to be pretty interested in Alabama in this game. It's not really the defensive matchup that Colin was talking about. Like, he's right. I, I don't think we have a clue whether Max Johnson, A&M's backup quarterback, is good. And there's no way the Arkansas game is going to answer that question for you. And there's no way that's going to tell you about Alabama's defense and what this... Like, everybody's worried about the Alabama quarterback injury. Like, how about the fact that A&M's on their backup, a guy who, like, transferred from LSU, who, like, is kind of hyped, but I think might be terrible. And I think, like, might not be, like, worthy of kind of, like, your action in this game. So I actually think the Bama defense is kind of what, like, wins me over here, honestly. And Milrow maybe can generate a couple explosive plays. And they can end up winning at a really short number. So um, I'm waiting till tomorrow. The second it's like Jalen Milrow will start or like the rumor, the injury rumors go away or I message people and they're like all good. Then it's Alabama for me in the game. So that's kind of how I'm choosing to play that. Uh, so to recap, NC State, Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Georgia, Clemson, Texas. Basically, if you've like made the college football player for come close, I'm basically betting on you. Ohio State, uh, both teams in Iowa. UCLA, Cal, the over in Arkansas and Ole Miss, and the team that absolutely nobody wants, Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, three would be the last number I'd bet in the game if you knew Milrow was starting. Because I think that's kind of like what we've said about Alabama throughout the Nick Saban tenure. Who the hell wants to bet on this team? The yeah. Nick Saban coached Alabama. Only the, um, only the best ATS college team in literally in the history of the sport. So. Uh, just like... For people that want your thought on Notre Dame Louisville, I know like, no bet on the game, but like any 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 thought if you had to bet the game for people that are going to be looking for action. Kind of feels like last week's game, right? Like less than a touchdown. Maybe the team's kind of feisty in the game. Now you got a horrible run out if you bet Duke uh, last week. It didn't have to play out that way. I just mean like 
I think the difference between these teams is kind of like the difference between those teams. Honestly, I don't have a clue how good Louisville is. I don't think anybody knows. Uh, like, and this will be the first test of how good they are. Brom has been a lights out underdog coach when he was at Purdue. Usually like big dog, you play on them and they score enough to keep you in the game. That's not really this, but if I had to bet the game, like I, I guess Louisville, not really interested. Well, it is Locktober. So just saying, I'm feeling really good about these bets coming up for tomorrow. On the other side, we will turn our attention to Sunday, week five, NFL Sunday to be exact, as we start the Big Ass Power Hour.